Episode 13 of Tatami Room, The Jet Experience, Part 1. This is your host, Martin. So, this week I'll be uh, coming up on about three months of work and uh, living in Tanegashima. So, I thought it'd be kind of a good point, you know, 25% of my one year contract is done. A, a good point to just kind of check in and uh, tell y'all what I think about the job, what I like about it, what I don't like about it. Um,. This is different than the episode I did a couple weeks ago where I kind of shared advice um, if you're coming into the JET program. In this episode, I kind of wanted to talk more about my experiences regarding like this specific um, position in Nishinomote. Um, maybe I'll kind of do an update episode every, every three months or so. The stoic quote of the week this week is the only wealth which you will keep forever is the wealth which you have given away and this one is by marcus aurelius a quick update um so i apologize again no current events um it's still still been uh very busy uh, i had quite a challenging week uh this week um but i did have some good good classes which is nice um yeah really tough week but you know powering through it you know if, if you're out there you're having a tough time just uh trust the process and uh you know make sure you take care of your mental health because it's just as important as your physical health but yeah with that being said uh let's jump into the daily life section where i'll be talking about uh my job as a jet here in nishinomote catch you in a bit <music> everyone welcome back to the daily life section uh let's get started talking about kind of what my uh three month impression is of my job um the way that i wanted to break this down is have a little setup where i just kind of talk a little bit more in depth about you know how my alt position looks specifically and then just list a couple like i have a good the bad and the ugly section um just because i, I kind of like that like that order but um, yeah, let's let's get into the setup. So I want to start by saying that each ALT experience is different. Um, I have a very different experience compared to my friend who's teaching in Ishinomote for the high schools. So I'm responsible for middle and elementary only. Um, and I'm also a municipal ALT, what is called a municipal ALT. That means that the city government is who is in charge of me, so Nishinomote City uh, Board of Education, whereas prefectural or quote-unquote state uh, ALTs, prefectural ALTs are, um, well, their bosses are the prefectures, so Kagoshima Prefecture, for example. So my high school friend or my ALT works at the high school, her bosses aren't technically in the city. Um, they are located in Kagoshima. So there's some pros and cons to this. If you're, you know, you like supervision more, you know, you want more of a hands-on approach, then um, municipal might be better. If you want less supervision, um, maybe prefectural. I'm kind of in the middle. Um, I think based off of what I know now, I would prefer being a prefectural ALT. Also, it seems that prefectural ALTs have less schools, which I'll get into in a moment. 
Um, but yeah, so that's kind of uh, way more on the, you know, I, if I could choose, then I would, I think I would be a perfectual ALT. But maybe I get placed in a different city where it's like, it's flipped, I don't know. I wanted to add that I am the only ALT in Nishinomote for middle or elementary schoolers. Like I said, my friend is for high school only, which means I'm in charge of about uh, 11 schools. Um, so uh, that means about 750 kids, um, which is, if you're thinking that's a lot, <laughs> it is quite a lot. Um, and I'll, I'll be talking about that a little bit more. But yeah, a lot of, lot of people that I'm teaching English to. The way my job kind of works is I get my assignment at the beginning of the month, so I, I know which school I'm going to on which day. Um, but the lesson plan that is specific to the school, it can come at various times. Usually the best is if it comes about like a week in advance, but sometimes I've had, had it come like the beginning of the month when I'm going to the school at the end, which is weird because then I have to dig up the schedule later on. Sometimes I've had it, the schedule come the day before, and sometimes I've had the schedule come the day of, which it was frustrating that time, especially because in the within the schedule, they wanted me to make a Halloween presentation, and it was quite early in the month, so I still haven't, I did not have any Halloween materials prepped at that point. Um, so I had to whip something together very fast in the morning. Um, that was kind of, uh, well, not, not, not the best, but I, I got it done. So in the morning, I, I go in uh, to the office. I have this little morning meeting that I must attend. I'm slowly starting to get or understand parts of it now. Um, it's a little difficult because most people, um, for that morning meeting, they'll put their mask on and they'll be muttering. Um, so it's kind of hard to understand them. Um, then I uh, usually have school starting around second or third period. So I'll drive to school at that time. I'll teach about three or four classes and come back at the end of the day with my car right about time to um, kind of say goodbye to everyone and then I just leave and walk back home. The English teachers that I work with, most of them, I would say, if I had to grade them on like an English speaking level, I would be like a C, like a, if we're thinking like traditional A, B, C, D, F grades. Um, and I sympathize with them because a lot of these elementary school teachers are, well, they're not specifically English teachers, right? They're teaching math, science, um, you know, Japanese. So having to know English as well, you know, that's like an additional thing on their plate. Um, there are some teachers that I can communicate to in English, but most of the time I find it simpler to just talk in Japanese if I'm trying to get like instructions from my Japanese uh, English teacher. If we're going over like the lesson plan, I'll be talking in Japanese. I'll be asking them like what they want me to do. Um, it's just easier for the both of us. Now for the middle school, I think because the middle school has teachers that are specifically English teachers, I think so their level's a little bit higher. I give them like a B, B plus. Um, so that I can have actual conversations with them in English, uh, fully in English. Um, so that's that's kind of a positive. <clears throat> now I want to start, um, and I'm kind of go, gonna go into my good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, I wanna note, uh, I wanna start by noting that over my experience has been overwhelmingly positive. I think that I've been having a good time here in uh, Nishinomote. Um, and to just kind of have that in the backdrop, these are just kind of, 
um, you know, the good, uh, the bad, and the ugly, which the ugly will be just an incident. It's just kind of an overall sense um, and uh, any negatives that I found. But if you had to aggregate all of these sections together, um, I would say it still comes out on the positive end very much so. So for the positive, I wanted to start by saying um, one of the things I enjoy a lot is teaching and working with the kids. Uh, even though some days I'm really tired in the morning and I'm like, ah, I do not want to go to class today and teach. It's quite physically demanding being, you know, very active and, you know, talking at people and correcting them and whatnot. But I find it really rewarding. The, the kids are adorable and uh, they respond well to feedback. Uh, so it, it's been a blast as someone who's taught for a long time. Um, you know, in judo, for example, not really in English settings before. This has been great. It's a different type of teaching experience, but found it very rewarding. Um, additionally, there are some kids that are genuinely interested in learning English, pursuing it further, and I always enjoy. Well, I, ha I enjoy helping everyone out, but it's always nice to know. You know, it's like this person is specifically interested in English and wants to learn more, and then I'm able to give them more resources to pursue that kind of uh, learning. Um, I, I think that's really cool. Also, that's just because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm visiting each school about, you know, once or twice a month. And so if someone really wants to learn English, then maybe I can provide some extra resources they can do on the side. And once I come back the next visit, we can discuss them. Another thing I really like is the, the teachers that I work with, co-workers, I think people on the island overall. But my co-workers are great. Um, even though, like I said, it's a little bit more difficult to work because some of them are um, not the best at English. Um, I think uh, everyone has been really nice so far. They're quite appreciative of what I do. Um, and it's always a blast. Like I've never had um, with coworkers. There's been a teacher too that um, yeah, that gets on my mind occasionally. But I think that's just with anyone you work with. I work with you know teachers from 11 schools. So there's a lot of teachers that I work with, and like I said, overwhelmingly very positive. Uh, it's been good fun. You know, I always enjoy teaching with them. Everyone has a unique teaching style, um, so it's always fresh, and uh, I'm really happy to just kind of fit into uh, their lecture and help them out as best as I can. So uh, I've really enjoyed, you know, doing that teaching, but also teaching in a collaborative manner. I like I like collaboration, and it's been uh, it's been good fun. I even have gone on to play some futsal with some of the teachers. We try to go and once or twice a month. Only been uh, once, just because uh, some scheduling conflicts, but hopefully I get to go again. It was uh, a good time last time, and hopefully we get some more people out, because uh, the teachers tend to be really busy. And the last good thing that I wanted to mention, or you know, what I really enjoy about my work is the place. Uh, so I was initially quite hesitant when I got placed in Nishinomote. I'm like, okay, well, I, I, I don't mind countryside, but this is like out there, out there. Um, but over time, I've gotten to really like the island. It's, it's great. If you want to picture it in your head, think of like a, a Hawaii, but with less people and a less touristy and more homey vibe. Uh, so I think that's just all upside. <laughs> I just, if you compare it to Hawaii, it just beats it straight up. Um, it's also cheaper, um, so that's that's great as well. I really like the island. I'm sort of you know getting used to this island lifestyle. Um, you know, it's this is tropical island life, literally, um, and so I've been I've been having a good time with that. Uh, 
it's also, you know, this, the island and the people on the island, uh, specifically the people have been very nice, you know, just like the teachers. I've been able to make some really, you know, cool connections here. Um, someone, uh, an older matronly grandma I, I talked to or I've befriended always messages me now online about like certain cultural events or matsuris, which is really great. And she's like, hey, Martin, are you coming like this weekend? We have a festival going on. And uh, it's hard to find out about these festivals. They're not really like advertised. So it's it's nice to have someone who kind of, you know, knows the ins and outs of the place. And they're always helping me out, uh, which is awesome. I think I've heard from a couple ALTs, you know, if you're in the city, say you're placed in Tokyo, then it's a little bit harder to make those genuine connections because you're just going to be one of many, you know, foreigners in the city. Um, and even though here on the island, people aren't necessarily friendly to me because I'm a foreigner, but they really try and or they have welcomed me into this, you know, smaller community. Uh, whereas in Tokyo, it's like it's a larger community, so it's not as tight knit. And then here, um, I really feel like I get to be an active member. Um, being an active member also means I run into my students a lot, which sometimes is fun. I'm like, hey, how are you doing? Other times I'm like, oh, I just, <laughs> I need some alone time. I, I'm just trying to run down to the kombini and uh, get my bento, uh, my lunch. So, but yeah, so overwhelmingly uh, great experience. Now onto some bad things or um, some negative uh, things about my work specifically. Um, I kind of hinted at this coming up but I'm not the biggest fan of the setup. Um, it would be quite ideal to have less schools. So less schools means I get to spend more time per person, get to know each class, class's English level better, better tailor lessons to them. Um, but having 11 schools, my job is <laughs> quite difficult. It's difficult to do it well. Um, it's fun, it's or not fun, but hard to do games that I'm doing with small classes when I got it. I also have big classes occasionally. Um, sometimes my small classes are like, you know, sometimes even two students or like six and big classes of like 40. I'm like, I can't do the same game. So I gotta be, I gotta have different activities ready. Um, and like I said, I like getting close to students, really getting to know them on a personal level. I enjoyed, you know, getting to know my teachers like that. A little bit closer when I was in high school and so that's kind of something I've tried to model um, not in the sense of like hey you know let's be let's be friends I think it's still important to keep a, a boundary but instead of just being like this oh well he's the English teacher guy like okay who is this person that's coming in and you know teaching us you know once or twice a month um, and yeah with the once or twice a month it's quite difficult because instead of I feel like it's hard to make an impact I try my best but I feel like sometimes I just the kids just view me as oh it's fun Martin who will play games with us during recess and then we won't see him again for a who knows how long so that's kind of been a struggle the setup in terms of my job is also kind of uh, not ideal I'm pretty sure at this point that I only have 10 days of paid leave uh, per year. I thought, initially I thought I had 20 and then I found out I had 10 and then I was like, wait, maybe this contract is different and I have 20. Pretty sure I have 10 now, which every ALT uh, gets different amount of days, but most people, especially ones that work for prefectural, they get 20 days and I get 10, which is like, you know, I want to 
I'm here to work. Um, I'm here to work in Japan, but I also want to kind of branch out and, you know, see other things. Um, in addition to the fact that last time, uh, in the if y'all remember one of my the episode I talked about the typhoon, I believe. So they tried to make me take a like paid day off when it was you know typhoon weather, and I would have had to walk in to work, and I was like. If you're trying to make me take a day off for that and I only have 10 days, that's a little um, ridiculous. Also, like I said, with the direct supervision, um, it's, you know, I feel like sometimes I'm very overly scrutinized. That's also because, you know, here I'm a representative of the city government technically and I'm getting paid with taxpayer money. So, you know, I, I got to really make sure to look prim and proper. And so I feel like sometimes, like I said, the prefectural where you know like my friend who's you know working for the prefecture but she's out here she doesn't necessarily get like you know having has a pair of eyes staring at her all the time and um you know people telling the city officials what they're up to and stuff like that um so that that kind of direct supervision aspect of my job where you know I work for the city and representing the city at all times it's uh, it's been challenging um you'll find like if you're an ALT that if you're doing municipal especially in like a smaller community um your actions will be scrutinized um just because you're oh a city official a government official and like I think one of my friends explained it this way like back in the day you know the the representative of the shogun or you know like a samurai representative of the shogun carried like you know their will and spoke on their behalf and whatnot and so it's kind of carried down to where the government still this kind of like big big entity and you know representatives you know of the government or you know their mouth the government's mouthpieces even if i'm just a lowly english english teacher still a mouthpiece of the government so i must act you know like i'm representing the government at all times so i gotta i gotta keep a, a good look I also have had some conflicts with my supervisor. Um, I won't go into them too much, but it's also kind of detracted from my work experience. And nothing major, but there's been certain miscommunications. Like, for example, I have had bills randomly, you know, given to me, and I look and I'm like, wait a minute, this needs to be paid today, and it's not just like a insignificant amount of money. Um, I've had to remind them of like work trips I'm required to go on a, a work trip to Kagoshima actually this week. Um, or this coming week, and I'm like, hey, did y'all book that yet? Um, I don't know why they can't just give me the the work trip money and have me set it up. Um, but you know, if they're in charge of setting it up, why is it taking forever? Um, and then the final thing is, um, and this is a bit of a, a stretch, and I'm I'm trying to navigate this situation, but doing an ALT like job is quite demanding. Um. Like, like I said, you're not just doing regular teacher stuff. If you're a regular teacher, you know, you could be like, hey, 15 minutes, read this passage. 15 minutes, discuss amongst yourself. 15 minutes, we'll share ideas and whatnot. Boom, the class is done and you've engaged relatively little with it. But with me, like, I'm constantly singing songs, making gestures. Like it's a, I would say it's a very active role. You, you can do it passively, but then I feel like the kids don't get as much out of it. Um, there's one school in particular, where I'm going with this, is there's one school in particular that has, that always gives me like six periods in one day to do. And that is just like an incredible amount 
where I don't do that at any other school, and I don't think any teachers even in that school do that. You know, um, it's just you can't keep up that level of intensity and energy for six periods, you know, starting from first period all the way to sixth period. And it's not only that it's, you know, very physically demanding, mentally demanding, it's also like, this is good for the kids if like by fifth period, sixth period, I'm just like a, a vegetable. Um, sorry to use that terminology if I'm if I'm just like mentally fried. Um, like that's, yeah, I don't know. Um, and I've had to, I, I've addressed that already. Um, I've noted that that's something I'm, I don't enjoy doing. Um, and so we'll see what kind of happens with that. Finally, I wanted to talk about the ugly <laughs> part of my job. Again, to put this into context, like I said, everything has been very, I think, very positive. I enjoy working here in Nishinomote. Um, I wanted to, I just, you know, good, the good, the bad, and the ugly classic movie. And what I, I, I want to showcase the ugly with is this one incident that I have called the parking incident. Um, I should have done more, more due diligence, but there's this parking lot that I use sometimes on the weekends when I grab coffee, use it for a couple hours, and it's, it's been all good. But recently, like I said, I've been working on my law school applications, so quite a few times uh, over the past two weeks or so, I would drive down to a coffee shop, leave my car in that parking lot, um, and come back and get it at the end of the day. Now this is a lot that's not very clearly labeled. There's a couple of spaces that are like, hey, do not use this space never parked there but the lot is not clearly labeled there's no meter no nothing turns out it was it's some company's lot who um ended up calling the uh the city government so my my bosses and doing an angry phone call and in you might be thinking like they were screaming but angry phone call can also just mean like being passive aggressive like hey so we see your your guy is using our law. Why isn't? Aren't they paying? Are y'all planning to pay for that? Like, what's going on over here? That kind of stuff. Um, and then that got to trickle down uh, all the way to my supervisor. Calls a meeting with me, and um, well, let's just say that they did not do a good job of like conveying the situation. He described it, and it felt very overblown. Um, he was mentioning stuff about the police getting arrested, having my car towed, and I'm freaking out because I'm like, there's no way I'm going to lose my job over a parking violation, right? Um, I, my level of Japanese is not at the level where I can just, oh, he's, he's talking about the police and in, in this capacity, I just heard police and getting car towed. I'm like, wait, does that mean my car is towed? So I'm, I'm having all these questions. I'm freaking out because, you know, even with a small violation in Japan, my visa could get canceled. Turns out, you know, I don't have, like, none of that. It was just kind of like, hey, don't do this again. Um, and I talked to some other locals after this incident, and I was like, hey, like, do the police get called? Like, what's going on? And they're like, no, like, what What was this guy on about? Um, essentially, he just made the situation, you know, seem ten times worse than it was. Um, made me very frightened. <laughs> like, you know, especially if it's like in Japanese and I'm trying to understand it at the end of the long day and I'm like, what, what is happening right now? Um, he was even mentioning that I would have to apologize to the company president, like do a formal apology. That did not end up happening or manifesting, but it was just, I'm like, dude, just give me a ticket or something. But <laughs> like having my company called and Basically, it felt like I was in high school getting in trouble and getting called to the principal's office. And I was like, 
mm, I don't know if uh, if I like that much. If I like that that much. Overall, I think the the city hall is where I've had the most issues when I'm at work with teachers and at schools. It's it's great. Um, and what I mean by the city hall having issues, like I said there's that's nothing major, but it's just kind of a vibe I get. I don't need a gold star for my work, but I think people want to work in an environment where they feel that their work is valued. Um, and sometimes it doesn't come across that way uh, when I'm working at the city hall. Um, and it has sometimes it's to do with like you know getting not getting stuff to me on time. That um, just you know it, it it doesn't you don't feel respected as much, and I'm not like oh give me my respect, and I, I don't I don't care, but. Um, I just want to feel like, you know, if I'm putting in, you know, 110%, I'm working all day, every day, it's like, hey, just give me like a nod, you know. Um, apparently, um, this, my predecessors also have kind of an impact or influence how they treat and handle me. And so I don't know if I had good predecessors or bad predecessors that kind of dragged it one way or another, but um, maybe that has something to do with it as well. So that's kind of the ugly part, just what sums it up by one sort of incident, this parking lot incident that I felt like could have been handled a lot better. It got overblown, and uh, I was like, oh my gosh, what is happening? Um, and in, in the end, it was just like, okay, just don't park there again. I'm like, my bad, I got it. In any case, uh, like I said, I started off with the good because I felt like, you know, the good parts of my job really outweigh any negatives. And any negatives that I do have aren't like, I would say, deal breakers. They're more just like, hmm, well, this isn't ideal. And I feel like any job is going to is going to have such things. Um, but I just wanted to kind of share with you all some of kind of what is happening um, in my job and kind of give you all a, a closer look and just really honest and straight up of like, hey, this is something that I'm not a fan of. So um, hopefully that, that came across and you'll uh, appreciate that little um, insider information. But yeah, with that being said, let's cut to the outro. Hello everyone, thank you for making it this far to the episode. Let's uh, proceed with the outro. Um, the word of the week this week is arigato gozaimoshita, um, which sounds quite similar to arigato gozaimas or arigato gozaimashita. Um, both of these mean thank you, but when you say arigato gozaimoshita, that is tanegashima ben or tanegashima dialect. So recently I had the pleasure of attending kind of a Tanegashima culture class. Um, it was kind of for the kids at one of the schools I went to, but I got to sit in as well, and this was one of the terms that they used. So instead of arigato gozaimashita, it's arigato gozaimoshita. Um, quite similar, but just a little different. <clears throat> and the stat of the uh, week, uh, this week, is 13,000 yen, which is the toppy fee um, or the uh, ferry, uh, the faster version, uh, the fee of the ferry to get off the island. It's a round trip. Um, so 13,000 yen is less than $100, um, but it's still not um, a convenient fee to be paying, you know, every month or every now and then, especially if I want to travel more. Um, yeah, recently it's the toppy fee, 
uh, has risen quite a bit, uh, at least according to some of my friends who've been on the island for a while, um, which is uh, unfortunate. But yes, 13,000 yen is your stat of the week this week. Again, thank you for making it to the end of the episode. Um, please consider subscribing. Um, next week, or this week, I guess, I will be having a work trip in Kagoshima. So I'll be sure to tell you all, all about that. I have a couple other exciting episodes um, planned, so be sure to tune into those. I will see you all next week. Pera spera ad astra, everyone. Peace and love.